Fresher Than Your Father podcast. Oh, I'm fired up, and I'm not sure why. It's good to be fired up. It is. It's good to be amped. Amped. It's good to be pumped. Wow, we're going there. It's getting a little locker room with the pump, the amped. Fired up. Locker rooms are back in session in the National Basketball Association. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. What, what number is this? 31. That's a powerful number. 3 plus 1 is 4. Mm-hmm. 4 is basically 1 less than 5. It's true. These are these are things, and you, you, the listeners can solve the riddles and figure out what that meant. Yeah, and you know, get out your little calculators, your abacuses or abacai. What is what is what is the plural of abacus? You get out any mathematical device and you follow along and uh, tell your friends. Yeah, I'm going to endorse abacai there. <laughs> abacai. Abaki. Abacai. Abakai sounds like a sounds like an old dude from down south, <laughs> right? It's, it's the creek by Abakai's house. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know what happened tonight is doorbell rang. I kind of knew this was happening, but I wasn't sure what I'd I'd uh, what I'd receive. I donated. Um, some money to uh, this really cool organization called Milk Not Jails. Word up. Based out of upstate New York. Yeah. Um, trying to like organize folks and like kind of make a point about how a lot of these rural towns where a lot of these prisons are based hopefully could go back to a different kind of economy than kind of the prison economy. But basically I donated a while ago, a few months ago, they had like one of those Kickstarter campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, they were hitting off cats. You know, you get the little, little, little things, little treats, depending on how much you donate. Yep. And, um, evidently I donated enough to get, um, uh, some ice cream, but I don't eat ice cream because I have those lactose issues. Right, but but you know it's it's a fair assumption that milk, not jails, exactly. might come with some dairy styles. Exactly, you're gonna you're gonna you know, and that's the thing. I support this. You don't have to be into the dairy styles heavy, right, in order to support cool cool stuff like this. So, anyway, long story short, the homie is like the person who runs it, and she's often at the office, uh, like doing administrative stuff. And she's like, you know, I got this ice cream that's, like, made in upstate New York, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, I don't need it. It's all good. You know, like, I'm just happy to, like, donate, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 you know, you're one of the people who donated such and such, so you need to get the gift basket with the – so instead of the ice cream, I'm going to hit you off with something else. So, anyway, got the the buzzer rang. And I was expecting, like, you know, some some simple little thing, right? Simple thing. Yo, the pickles, the lettuce, the greens, the garlic, the, um, we're talking about all, this is like all fresh, all from local upstate New York farms. Um, wow. 
and the apple donuts. Apple donuts are so major. How did how how were those? They're 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 being they're being preserved right now for a future a future event. Okay. Because I, I I was kind of kind of full when the food arrived, and so I didn't want to like ruin. I want to fully take in the apple donut. Got you. You know what I mean? It's the apple cider donut, or just the apple. I think, donut? I think it's the apple cider donut. Yep. Yep. That's a high quality donut. Right it's, a serious, it's a serious piece right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sure if cats Google no not jails, they'll they'll be able to to catch up and donate, right? Yeah. Boom. Boom. Shout out. You know, that's kind of a fresh style to think about. Like, you know, those people in those places who make dough off of jails. You know, it's kind of like that whole thing back when people used to care about the rainforest. They'd be like, you know, well, we can't, like, tell people to stop cutting down rainforest and not come with some type of income or industry for the people who are cutting down the trees, right? So then they were like, you know, you can make more money off of the nuts and berries from the rainforest than you can from cutting it down. But then I don't know what happened. Um, maybe a kid fell down a well or something, a well or something. I, I don't know what happened, but we forgot about the rainforest. Now nobody really cares. So hopefully people will still care. About uh, milk, not jails. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. So that's little, what, what, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I'm a little bitter. I guess I don't know, but but we nothing negative about milk, not jails. Just shout out. You know they're they're just they started a while back, but they're just trying to you know keep it going, getting bigger, getting you know different techniques, different styles. Because it's hard. It's a hard. It's, it's a hard mission, as you just pointed out. People forget about things. You know, yep. you got the, the 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 ugly big corporations trying to shut shit down, but you know, cats are out there. Cats are doing things one step at a time. And if they're gonna roll with apple cider donuts, they're basically saying we're here for the long haul. Yeah, it's a serious, it's a serious move right there. Apple cider donuts. Yep. So yep. yeah, shout out. So food, you know, usually associated. With these uh, late November holiday styles, uh, these late November holiday styles that we celebrate, you know, really the uh, the the taking of a country and the oppression and genocide of a people, or of several groups, nations of people who populated the land that we now enjoy. Basically, yeah. Basically, you know. Speaking of this past. So-called holiday, right? Um, new EP I was just listening to this afternoon from AG, as in Showbiz and AG. A word. Uh, produced by um, not Ray Ray something. Ray something. Ray something. That's my memory right there. Ray something. Yep. But um, I checked for GrandGood.com. Shout out. Um, and uh kind of raw and he's coming with political styles talking about like uh talking about you know the nations the native americans the meaning of the the kind of meaning of the holiday and stuff in between you know raps about weed yeah it's called the danks the danksgiving ep the danksgiving ep that's what's up but it's kind of it's kind of the beats are kind of raw. Check for it. 
we'll check for it and and hopefully on grand good I, i'm being totally lazy i could google it right now but my hands are comfortably below the desk like not doing anything foul just you know they're comfortable so when you all go to grand good shout out keep, we keep it comfortable fresher than your father podcast number 31 we're lounging lounging donald bird lounging will always to me signify uh, I don't know if signify is the right word, but basically I will always think with the word lounging, guru featuring yep. Donald Byrd, the first yep. solo guru album, lounging, yep. lounging with my man Donald Byrd. Classic joint. Yeah. It's word association. Absolutely. Lounging, guru. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, while we shout now, quick shout out to Richard Spaven, the homie Dan. Rep Life, shout out. There's a lot of shout outs going down. Yeah. Hit me on to this record by Richard Spaven, who used to be Guru's drummer. Dope joint. Word. Dope joint. Spaven 5, I think it's called, with the number 5 instead of the F, because cats are creative and choosing not to use standard English. It's, it's, it's a long-held style to, like, switch things up. Switching it up. I'm not sure if he plays on lounging, but if he did... I wouldn't be surprised because that shit's fresh and Richard Spaven's joint is fresh. Just mad. It's just music out here. Andy, you hear people complaining about music is whack these days, right? You hear this. Yeah. Is it true, Ian Head? Is music nowadays whack? No, it's a lot of, there's a lot of fresh things. You just got to search it out. And searching it out is a different adventure than it used mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I see it. But I'm going to throw something out there. It's possibly going to create a lengthy de- debate or discussion, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Throw it out there. Setting aside some of the classic MCs who are still doing it right now. Okay. Setting aside Hall of Famers still in the game. Right. We're setting An- those aside. Andre, Black Thought. Mm-hmm. These these ca- setting aside these cats. Is there anyone out there right now who you're like, yo, I want to hear some new shit from that dude or that woman? Oh, yeah. Who Who's out there right now? I, I, I and, and for all the good new music that's out there, um, recently I've found myself like, it's a lot of interesting cats. But when I sit down and listen to like a broader range of their stuff, yeah, it's just kind of boring. You know, well, when you put it that way. So there's there's the the man, the myth, Jay Electronica. Okay. Like I just wanna I want a full release. Word. To take a full gander. Word. You know what's what's his vision? What's what's his mind's eye seeing? Then you got people like Kendrick Lamar. I know he gets a lot of press, but he's doing some nice things. Okay. I'm not even up on Kendrick Lamar. I'm checking for Kendrick Lamar. He's got, he's, uh, cats, cats may come at this, but I think if you get a little Buster Rhymes, cause he got him rhymes fast, mm-hmm. with a little bit of Devin the Dude, cause he'll, he's known to sing. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of, this I'm going off, off, but a little bit of ghost face, Beat selection. Okay. Ghostface beat selection is real classic. So he, he's got a nice little thing going. 
Kendrick Lamar. And he's a thoughtful young cat, man. He's 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 a thoughtful young cat. So he's one that I'm checking for. You raise a good question though, because it's not like there's a lot of them. Well that that's that's the key thing right that you brought up. Thoughtful, thoughtful young cat. Like mm-hmm. And I, I know I'm an old man and I know I'm, you know, a nerd. And obviously everyone has their own, like, idea of what, you know, what they really want to listen to. But there's some cats out there right now, I think, who have really amazing flows. Yep. And I'm compelled to check for them, especially when the beat is nice. But it ends up being either a lot of the same kind of violence slash drug stuff that cats are still talking about. Or a lot of the the blowjob stuff that it just it, it gets boring, you know what I mean? Like it does. Like I really like I've been listening to some of the um I don't know, like you know, for the most part, I really like Fonte. Yeah. And because I think he's just really thoughtful in a lot of stuff, and I feel like he's a lot of singing these days, and I haven't, honestly, I haven't been checking for some of the newer stuff, but I just feel like there's got to be cats out there that I'm just missing that are saying thoughtful things, and I'm just, you know, I'm just putting that out there, because I, I haven't found a lot of them. I, I definitely think there are. See, part of the problem, though, is there are people who, who were told we should be digging yeah. that I don't dig. Yeah. I'm told I should be digging Lupe fiasco oh man so am i but i, I don't dig it no i'm almost, almost got into a a, 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 a an altercation the other night because i was fi- fronting on lupe a, like fisticuffs like you know i i, I might have had to headbutt someone man no <laughs> but i'm saying Cats were getting agitated that I was not only was I fronting on Lupe now, but I eh, kind of fronted on him. I, I tried really hard to get into him back in the day, but but fronted. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, every once in a while, I'll pull out that I pull out, but digitally, I'll pull out. I'll, I'll 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 select the the first Lupe major release that with the first listen through. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm in. And then the second and third, I was like, oh, probably just these three songs. Uh-huh. And uh, that's really all that ever gets listened to, just those three songs. And that uh, that is not a classic make. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been downhill from there. I, I'm kind of that way on Fonte, to tell you the truth. Word. When I hear him, he's very good. But I, I right now, his, uh, I guess it's his debut solo album. I think that's fair, right? Debut solo, just Fonte. Word. Um, what's it called? Charity Starts at Home? Uh-huh. $5 download on Amazon. I'm sitting on like a $65 credit. I could just download it, no cost to me, no interest. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. And I mean, it's not like I've gone and downloaded that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'm at the point now where I'm, I'm almost like, backlashing against the you should like this or the worst is if you like hip-hop then you'll like this yeah if you don't like this then you don't know what's real i'm sure at some point i did that but to everybody who does that now fuck you (laughs) 
And the people you're telling me that I should feel that way about, the people you're telling me, if you like real hip-hop, you like, and the worst is The Roots. No, no, no. Or or is it Quali? Yeah, Quali's on that list, too. Those are the two peak ones. Those are the ones. You like good hip-hop? You must like Quali. No. Because, as you said, I like good hip-hop. Yeah. See what I did there? A little, little flip, little flip right there, a little style. It got, it got flipped. Whoop, whoop. So yeah, but but you raise a good question. Hopefully, the two or three listeners will will shout us out with some some dope cats. Who's dope? Yeah, I mean, I got my peoples. We got our peoples, and we got peoples that are nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peoples, and that's something like you know, I, I that's the other the other the other end. You got the the Hall of Famers, who I'm a check for most of the time. Yeah, and then you got your peoples who I'm listening to, but I want to kind of separate those two categories out and figure out who out there is someone that's going to inspire me to listen to them. Right. Some creative type shit, some styles, flows, lyrical right. content, thoughtful. Anyway, thoughtful. so there's complete, my complete record. Yeah. Complete record. Everybody's got joints. Yeah. Everybody's got a joint. I don't care who you are. You got a joint. I remember listening to a Benzino album because it was my job. Remember Benzino? Oh Wasn't yeah. Uh, who's gonna forget Benzino if you it's certain era cracking uh he cracked the chairs of who do who do they attack? I don't know. Benzino. That was that was uh made men, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, wasn't he co owner of the source or something? Yeah. Yeah. Were they the ones who attacked Paul Pierce? Oh, was that who that was? Made men. Oh, I didn't realize. Benzino. Whack dude. Whack dude. But he had a joint or two on his album. It wasn't all trash. Cats will have a joint somewhere. Got a joint. We want a full record. Although at some point, listeners, you remind us if we don't come back to this soon. I think this is an interesting question. Can you accurately judge the homies' music? I'm bumping some of the homies' stuff these days. I enjoy it a lot. I think it's fresh. I think cats should check for it. But am I suffering from the homie bias? I think... I th- you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you have the homie bias. We'll come back to this. We may need to We may need to come back sit. to that. Yeah, let's, let's sit on that. We might come back to that. We'll let that marinate. It's We're going to do that like kimchi. We're going to bury it in the backyard. And when we come back, we'll see if it tastes good. I'm going to just let that sit there. You can marinate on that. That's how, that's how that works. You know what I mean? Um, there's other nerdy rap directions we could go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like this is fresher than your father podcast. We've been kind of deprived of one of our main topics for several months now. For It feels like forever. It really feels like possibly... Yeah, at least half a year. At least that. Yeah. The NBA is looking like it is highly likely it will be back. Boom. Now, there's no nothing's been signed, right? Nothing's official official. Not that I not that I know of. But the date supposedly is is Christmas, right? Christmas is the day. 
we will unwrap large people running up and down courts with right. balls. And we'll see what uh, what these teams are looking like. A lot of talk, a lot of talk in Portland about whether um, uh, they're going to use this. Is it the amnesty clause or whatever? Amnesty clause, yeah, that's what um, it is. I'm um, Brandon Roy. Yeah, and what it would do, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, it would allow for the team to basically take that contract off the books in terms of counting against their cap. They'd mm-hmm. still have to pay it. And then I think what happens is the teams can auction for that player, and whatever they offer to pay that player, that gets deducted from the amount that the original team has to pay them. Does that make sense? Wow. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I didn't even know. Yeah, I hadn't really been digging around to see what it meant. Yeah. So cats still get their dough. It's just that that dough doesn't count against the salary cap so they can get somebody else. Word. Which raises an interesting question because then there are teams that are like, why... Like, this dude is obviously not living up to his contract, but isn't it cheaper to have him do a marginal job than it is to get rid of him and bring in somebody new to do a marginal job on top of his margin? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's keep that one marginal dude. But in any event, a lot of talk in Portland about Brandon Roy. Where where do you stand? I'm, I'm just, you know, I like Brandon Roy a lot. I want to keep him. You yeah, know what I mean, I, I, you know, like, I don't have necessarily a stance on. I mean, if that clause, I can't quite tell. Does that that amnesty thing? Does that mean that we're, we're basically cutting him loose? Yeah, I think so. That's why. Although, I, yeah. Although I, I, but see, you wouldn't want to re-sign him. No, but he just signed a giant contract. Yeah, so it's not like they could cut him, and say it's not like in the NFL where you could cut somebody and say, yeah. all right. Your, your contract's out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it won't cost against the, I, yeah. Well, we don't have to pay that. So we can say to you, all right, we weren't going to pay that contract, but we could come up with a new contract that we like better, mm-hmm. and you could come back. And Cats mm-hmm. would do that. But you wouldn't do that because basically what you say to Brandon Roy is, we're not going to let that contract count against our salary cap, but we'll bring you back for a million a year, and that'll count against our salary cap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. So I, my my personal feeling is it's just tough in Portland right now because you got this really kind of sad state of affairs with yeah. the injured Brandon Roy, who's the heart of the team. Yep. You got Odin. You don't know what the hell is going to happen with Odin, you know. Right. And I really like Odin, but I feel like a lot of Portland is kind of tired of waiting on Odin. Yeah, um, which is understandable. Yeah, and. So then you just have a kind of you have a decent team, but you don't have a great team with the pieces that are left. Um, yeah, we're, we're talking Lamarcus Aldridge, who's a solid. Yeah, 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 definitely. solid, solid, rock solid player, upper level player, all star. Yeah. Um, so you know, and you just don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, and now it's a shortened season, um, at least by a little, and yeah, uh, yeah I don't, you know, I I don't know. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I just. It's just Brandon Roy was such a the soul of that team for the last I don't know what has it been three or four years, absolutely. Um, that you know, like if we're gonna rebuild with it, just it's just tough to think about. Basically, yeah, it's tough and, to think about. And I'm sure it's tough for don't don't let me rub salt into the wound, but I'm sure it's hard for the Blazers 
organization to let go of the promise of a core yeah. of Roy Aldridge Odin. Like it was that, so it was so exciting that especially before that one year, yeah, um, when Odin was coming back, uh, I mean the posters around Portland, uh, it was just there was just so much electricity in the air about we're finally on the on the road back, you know, like it's finally our time to be up there again, you know, for the first time since, you know, 99, 2000 or whatever. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, from, from the Cavs side, I'm actually at the point in where I'm finally happy with their, their, uh, draft picks. Word. And the reason why I say that is I think we got some rock solid, Ball players, uh, in terms of, uh, what's the guy's name we got? Tristan Thompson, is that his name? Is that and, his uh, name? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. These are our first round picks. And of course, the first number one pick, Kyrie Irving. I think they're rock solid professional starters. And then looking at the NC2A this year, hopefully the Cavs will be trash. And there's a lot of fantastic players that could round out the team. So what I'm hoping is that someone in the Cavs organization finally showed something that resembles vision. Mm. Pick the two most solid players in the, this last draft and said, we'll get the star in the next draft. Boom. I'm hoping that's the case. Because the more I'm thinking about this, Ian, this is a Dave thing. I haven't heard this from anybody. Or maybe I did and I blocked it out so I could steal it. I think Kyrie Irving might be the next Joe Dumars. Not not your superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Not the guy you put on the the the. But that know, dude. That dude. Yeah. That guy that other players on other teams say, "I don't want to have to play him tonight." He's that dude. Yeah. And the players on your team say to each other, "Yeah, we got the star." But that dude is handling it. Yeah. Yep. So I'm hopeful. And then, you know, we got our own thing with Baron Davis, Amnesty. Do you Amnesty? Do you not Amnesty? Do you trade? Do you not trade? All I care about is that we are awful. I want us to be trash so we can get a great pick. This is a good season to be trash because it's short. It's short, and there's a lot of good players in college. Word. Having said all that, when the NBA releases, and they haven't done this yet, the uh, the – the packages for the broadband. We get the select team. We'll, we'll have our yearly. What teams do we select on our? How many teams do you select? Is it six? I think it's is it six or eight. Which teams do you select? The Cavs are, are given. I want to watch them. I want to watch them suck. I want to celebrate yeah. the losing so we get better picks and we're awesome again. And you know and what? You, 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 that's the true fan right there. You gotta watch. You gotta pick the Cavs. Got to. Got to. There's no fair weather fan here. Yeah. There's no fair weather fan here. So <clears throat> I mean, I'm enjoying that, and you know the spat the Spurs fan in me is awaiting the grand collapse. It's coming soon. The bottom's gonna fall out. So I've been soothing my soul with watching clips of and watching whole games of the Spurs championship runs from '99. 2003, 2005, and eventually I'll be able to watch 2007, although I still haven't been able to do that. 
when the Spurs just completely eviscerated the Cavs. Oh, so <laughs> it's bad. I, I don't even know how to. Yeah, I don't know how to. Uh, that's just that's it's a predicament for you to watch that that series. Yeah, every teams. I I just hope that the Spurs don't collapse physically with Tim Duncan collapsing. Yeah, that's, that would be bad. That would be bad. Uh, also, you know, they began their run in the shortened season, ninety nine. Yep. They did. Yeah. They I wonder did. if there'll be another team that that is similar this season. It'll be interesting to see. But but part of that was, you know, Tim Duncan healthy for a full year because the year before that he had been hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I mean it was it was definitely things were things had come together. Things had come together. But what's this is one of the interesting things I pulled this up and we'll talk a little bit about this. We'll check your memory here. Right. Not a quiz like. So I'm watching these. This it was actually kind of a bad finals. It was uh, the Spurs against you know they played that year, ninety nine. Um, man, was it Indiana? New York Knicks. New York. It was New York Knicks. That's right. And that's the birth of the Ewing theory that Bill Simmons has made yeah, so popular. I was rooting for the Knicks that year. I gotta, I gotta admit to you. Oh yeah. That oh was, yeah, that was quite a playoff run by the Knicks. Ewing was playing with one knee. He he actually was out by the time they were in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Did he play at all in the finals? Nope, didn't play at all. That's right, because there was a security guard at my college. This is New York fans. I might have told you this story before. Security guard at my college, and he was he was dissing Ewing yep. for not being not being hard enough to go out there in the finals and play. Yep. A well, guy t- had one knee. Let me tell you, watching young Tim Duncan put in work, Ewing would have meant nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing. Yeah, Tim yeah. Duncan was sublime, dude. It was unreal. I believe it. A couple other insights. Under no circumstances should Chris Childs have been an NBA player. But under no circumstances, even more should Charlie Ward. Have been an NBA player. Indeed. Another insight. However, he's rated. Latrell Sprewell is underrated. Yes. However, cats are rating him. <laughs> it's underrated. But what's been most interesting, and this is we're basketball, this we're nerding out so hard right now. They'll talk about the teams that each the Spurs and the Knicks beat to get to. The finals that year, and they beat a Portland team. I'm pretty sure it was in the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Now, who? Yep, that's right. What I couldn't figure out was who the hell was on that team. So I had to look it up. We're nerding out so hard. Do you remember who was on that '99 Spur uh, Blazers team? I mean, I could guess a lot of them. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, what what bugged me out was seeing who was the leading scorer. Not by a lot, but it bugged me out. I have to get leading scorer in 99 for the Blazers? Yep. You got Steve Smith. Yep. Was it Steve? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where, was he even? No, he wasn't even on the team. He wasn't. Nope. I thought he came with in my 2000. Yup, with my yup ass. Nope. Not even on the team. 
Wow, I'm that's just embarrassing. No, this is hard, wow. dude. This is, we're we're nerding out so hard. Um, was it, it Ryder? Isaiah Ryder. Yeah, absolutely right. No, Ryder with that that uh, silky turnaround, um, fadeaway. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the the was that the year that um, I think that might was that the year that Portland beat Utah before the Spurs. That's the year. And they took the shirts off. Is that what they, is that what they did? Yeah, Ghostface <laughs> style, shirt off. Yeah, kid. Yeah, kid. Yeah, see, that year, I believe it was that year, they beat, you, did they beat Utah before going to the Spurs? Or you, they did. They did. Yep. Okay, so people didn't understand that Utah was the villain. The villain for years, more than the Lakers. Only... Only true heads, in my opinion. Only I'm mean, just nerding out. Only true basketball fans, especially West Coast basketball fans and Blazer basketball fans, knew that Utah was a dirty, villainous team. Word. Especially Carl Malone. Right. And John Stockton. Oh, and, yeah. And... and Especially when you went to Utah, the calls never went your way. The calls, all of the free throw uh, attempts were always way lopsided. I, I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but this is this is an ongoing thing. And so when Cats beat Utah, it was like, yo, we did it. Yep. Cats took their shirt off. Wow. It might have been... I don't know. Everyone was like, oh, they're celebrating too soon. Yeah, I mean, I can hear that. But Utah was not just another team. It was not just, uh, you know, it was like, yo, we finally we finally got past this crazy villainous right. team. So, right. But shirts right. came off. Shirts came off. And this is this was two-time Western, Compian, Western Conference champion Utah Jazz. Yeah. They had just been to the finals twice. Yeah. And got served up by Jordan. So, and I believe you know. that might have been the series where Carl Malone elbowed Brian Grant in the forehead. Oh, took him out and didn't get called for the foul. Oh, left him bleeding been. on the court, and then no wow. one, no one called the foul. Right, right, yeah. Wow. So again, shirts came off. Shirts came off. Um, but anyway, we're talking about the Spurs. We're talking about well, you know, it just this, this basketball man, this basketball nerd. Now, wasn't that the Spurs? Was that the Spurs win with that? I always forget his name. Dude was hitting all the threes, like just the like the eleventh, the eleventh man, tenth or eleventh man hitting the threes, like like a. There was a dude who I did not remember at all, named Jaron Jackson. Is that who you're talking about? Jaron Jackson, was it Jaron Jackson? It was something like that. I thought it was like Darren, but maybe it was Jaron. Let me look. No, it was Jaron Jackson. He was, I, I didn't remember this dude at all. Yeah. Well, no one does because that was it. But he spent the playoffs hitting threes like a, like a motherfucker. He was wilding out. Wilding out. And, and that Spurs team, they only lost two games in those five, in that entire playoff run. Yeah. They lost one game against the Timberwolves, one game against the Knicks. And they swept those Blazers and they swept the Lakers right before the Lakers went on their three peat. 
So uh, let's bring it back to the present. What's the sound effect for the bringing it back to the present? Uh, now we're back 2011, almost 2012. Almost. Almost. And uh, we're about to have a shortened season. Do we want to make picks early? Is it a little early for these picks? It's early. We've got to see how things shake out. Yeah. We have to see if um, if your boy, what's his name, Dwight Howard. Word. I want to think up a really disrespectful nickname for him. Like, I, but I don't, I don't want it. Like, what, what's running through my head is slightly. Uh, no, I'm not even going to go there. It's something that's that's disrespectful, but funny. I'll think of something. You're, you're thinking of something. Yeah, so he's he's possibly on the move. Yep, and as is Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, your your Chicago Bulls. I say that because I, you know, we all watched the Jordan era, and that's always how they were introduced. Your Chicago Bulls. Not that either of us is on it like that, but they're trying to get a a, a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, um, we'll see what's up with that. Do things have to shake out? Do the Heat sign anybody? I heard uh, I heard Brian Cardinal is a free agent. We we wait with bated breath to see where he lands. He he and Nene. Yes. But I I I really I hope that the Dallas Mavericks come back intact. I'd like to see them make another run just because it was hella fun watching the first one. Yeah, I mean that was really fun, and I also am I'm, I'm hopefully gonna be happy to uh, to watch um, or not watch uh, a subpar Laker team is what I'm hoping for. Oh, that should be awesome. Yeah, they they really do have a dude on their team named Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. I I'm I'm hoping that we can get like a season or two here where the Lakers are a non-factor. Get a couple other teams in the mix because they're going to be back. They're going to pull off some crazy deal. Yep. You know, I don't, you know, I, it's not going to be surprising if suddenly Chris Paul is playing for the Lakers in a year or something, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Although I I do think it'll be Dwight Howard. It might be, but yeah, it might be. And there's talk that maybe, you know, Baron Davis gets traded for by the Lakers or he gets bought out. Or, you know, he gets amnestied by the Cavs and ends up with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, be diddy with them would kind of be a little nasty. So we'll see. We'll see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're checking for this NBA. But it's exciting to see they're back. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, the players, you know, they they still didn't end up with a great thing, but you know, labor stood up. Yeah. And and good things happened relative to where it was headed. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. Now we're back back on the move. Next episode back. predictions. Yep. Although this, I, I was thinking something the other day. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit because you haven't thought about this. So one of the sad things about, and not to bring this back up, about Brandon Roy's health issues is I decided the other day, the player I wish I could, like, when playing basketball, the game players whose game I most would like to have 
is Brandon Roy. Mm. The way he plays is the way I would like to play the game. If I could. If I were 6'6 and athletic and had practiced my whole life to be good at it. Uh-huh. Ian, do you have a sense of who you would like to play? Like, whose style of play would you like to have? Yeah, that's, that's a big question. It's a big question because I, it's, I'm just going to overthink it. Yeah. Well, what are some names? I'm that just going to talk in the microphone while I overthink it and just say random words. Like Go for it. Schenectady. Boombox. Yeah. Association. Consequences. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of, uh, whose style, um, whose style of play, you know. Brandon Roy's style of play is nice. I hear you on that. Oh, he's so smooth. He's so smooth. He makes his, he just makes it look, so 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 simple and easy, and he just he's slick. Um, I don't know. I'm I I can't answer a question like that off the top of my head. Fair enough. I put I put you on the spot there. If I had a list of players in front of me, maybe I, I mean I'm scrolling through a couple of Wikipedia entries right now. Yeah. But, um, the, like do you envision yourself with a silky J, or more attack in the basket? I guess those two I'm are mutually exclusive. Yeah, I, I I feel like more of the mid range. Yeah. Turnaround. That's kind mm-hmm. of it's always when I have played, it's always a fun shot to take. Yeah. Little little fake, little spin. Yep. Little mid range. I was always pretty good at that kind of game. Maybe a little layup, a little yep. slick, you know, extra step. Yep. Um. Uh, but man, ah. There's so many amazing players. You so just, many great players. To, to pick one. So I, I, we'll come back next episode. Tune in. Ian Head will reveal. The great reveal. The great reveal. It's not going to be Sabonis. Yes. But shout out. Shout out. Arvidas Sabonis. Arvidas, let me just say, Arvidas Sabonis was one of the funnest players to watch. Oh, my gosh. Of all the Blazer watching I've done, Sabonis, you just look at the dude on the court and you're like, this dude, how can he even move? He's obviously old. He can't jump anymore. The passes he would throw, right? the around-the-back half-court passes, bounce passes, just insane. Just the things he would do were wild. Wild shit. So, shout out. Shout out. Um, One more random thing. Yeah. The Spurs chose Sean Elliott ahead of Glenn Rice. Why am I telling you that? I just read it again in in the uh, Bill Simmons book of basketball. Have you read that yet? I haven't. I need to. And Sean Elliott just brings the painful memories. He does, but still, it boggles my mind that they could have had Glenn Rice. Unreal. Anyway. Glenn Rice is such an interesting player, though. He is. His career was so weird. Very. But he had, did he have the smoothest jumper ever? Oh, my gosh. Was, was it the smoothest? Can we say that, or is, is there a competition there? I mean, did, he, did the ball ever actually hit the rim? I don't think it did. 
I don't think it did. And he's tall, too. Yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. And then all of a sudden, he just sucked and it was over. That was it. Oh, he's 6'7". He's, he wasn't as tall as I thought he was, but still, he wasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. Good height. Did good things. Glenn Rice. Played for Miami. Played for Charlotte. Played for the Lakers. Played for the Knicks, Houston, Clippers. Then he went home. Hung out with friends and family. Sarah Palin. Yeah. I hey. Shouldn't even, shouldn't have even gone there. I just popped into my head. Hey. These things happen. These opportunities present themselves. People take advantage. Absolutely. Not take advantage like, you know, exploit, but take advantage like yeah. enjoy. Hey, these things, these styles, these places, these people, you know what I mean? They cross your path. Things happen. Times are enjoyed. Shout out. I believe the other day we were talking about these streets, these blocks, and these records. Right. Because we're basically out here. We're out here, man. And you know what's crazy is at this point, I know you're like this too, Ian. You get into a new neighborhood you've never been in before. Records. You can feel them. Am oh, I yeah. right? Yeah. You can feel them. You can smell them. You just know you know. And out here, there's some records out here. Just sniffing around. <laughs> Records. Oh, one spot I hit in Delaware. Oh man, I see that's just just the idea of spots in Delaware because I've never been there. I just feel that there's got to be just spots. This spot was unique in in that it was mostly new indie rock vinyl, and then they were clowning on one joint because it was obviously a rare press, uh, local press, jazz joint. And the little sticker said, Breaks, rare, $45. Word. <laughs> Word. Look, I'm not hating. Someone's got to sell Neutral Milk Hotel on vinyl. But don't try to get those of us who came for the, for the oldies. Wow. Don't try to get us. You know what I mean? Wow. Rare. It might have been some. It might have been a joint. It might have been a joint. You know, it might have been one that cats. If I remembered it or taken a photo of it, and I could say it now, cats like, "Oh, that's an ill piece. It's worth forty-five. But, but yeah, come on, save son. it, save it. But Delaware, did you find anything? Anything interesting? Nothing interesting. That was the only spot I had time to hit. Word. But I sniffed. You just get into a neighborhood, you know. Oh, you're yeah. looking. And then there were bookstores in there, too, that I knew, like, man, some of these bookstores I know got little crates in the back. Yeah. Got little sections. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of what I hit up. Did I hit up anything new? Same old spots over the long Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. You know, little things. Yep. Places. Places. Oh, this might be a total insider story. There's a classmate I have a small class with. He is a proto-hipster. He's here in Wisconsin now, but he was living in Williamsburg 10 years ago. Whoa, original hipster. Original hipster. 
He said he was the first wave of gentrifiers. He probably wouldn't use these terms, by the way. And was moved out when it became upscale hipster. Well, it was hipster before it became upscale, but yeah. yeah. Wow. Original hipster. Original. Is that a shout out or hate? Do we hate on that or do we celebrate that? I don't know. I mean, he's a cool cat, by the way. Yeah, I mean, there's cool cats out there. Cool cat. There's cool cats who who have hipster tendencies and hipster hipsterisms and are original hipsters. By the way, the wife is convinced our hate of hipsters is because we are hipsters. See, this is this is we had this conversation on. I believe it was episode 18B, and it, it returns. It returns like herpes. Because this is a this is this is the usual tactic. You hate and I I feel like it's definitely grounded in things. You know, hipsters. I'm not a hipster. Fuck hipsters. I'm not a hipster. We we we've 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 shown examples of this. We've we've broken this down. We've even admitted to certain related tendencies that may be that things that hipsters we both like bicycles. Yep. But you aren't buying extra bicycles just to fuck them up. That's true. And actually, you know, we care for them. We yeah. We are our bicycle. Are, is your bicycle a fixie? No. no. Single speed. Single speed. Yeah. Single mm-hmm. speed, but not a fixie. Not a fixie. I, I'm not going to defend myself. I I I feel secure. That I am not a hipster, but you know when you live in these places around these things, yep. Sometimes you know you have to interact with these hipsters. It's unavoidable. Yeah, and we've got we've gone here. We've gone we've gone here for a full episode. Listeners can check out 18B. I believe it's online. Talk about the arrogant styles, right? The racist styles, those kinds of things. Essentially what happened, Ian, we wrote up a scroll on hipsters. And see, that to me points to what, if you want to label me and Dave something, you have to label us hip-hop nerds. Completely. Because they're, they're the facts your facts are solid. There's a lot. In fact, just these episodes, Fresher Than Your Father podcast, you basically have made an impeccable case that we are solidly ner- not just nerds, but hip-hop nerds. Hip-hop nerds. And, and lightweight basketball nerds. Yeah. Although less so. Yeah. Less so. But not hipsters. But just the fact that we're... we're we're referencing, we're taking slum village lines, referencing certain things. Like a, a really, mon, I don't know if mundane is the word for it, but that's a really esoteric slum village line. Yeah, yeah. But that is brought to you by Hip Hop Nerds. Boom. 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 All right. Speaking, speaking of, of, of hip hop lines and those kinds of things. Yep. 
I heard I heard there might be a new episode of Lyrical Renaissance. There is indeed. This is a short one. This is a short one. And you know, it 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 actually is in keeping with the season in terms of fellowship with friends. Yes. Time with family. Um is from one of my actually my one of my favorite, if not my favorite hip-hop artist. I'm not saying he's the greatest MC of all time, but he's easily one of my favorites. Word. It's by the uh, uh, incomparable Ghostface Killer. Yes. From the Pretty Tony album. Now, one of my favorite things about Ghost is that he, he takes these guises, he takes these identities. It, it's not even that he's Ghostface Killer. It's not even that he's Iron Man. Iron Man is Tony Stark's. It's not even that he's Tony Stark. It's Stark or Stark's. I think even Ghost gets confused. But then uh, for a whole album, he's pretty Tony. Right? Exactly. And he penned a, a, a song entitled Keisha's House. Are you familiar? I, I, I am somewhat familiar. Yes. This is on Pretty Tony? Pretty Tony. All right. It, it gets a little heavy here, but and I'm, I'm going to throw in the N word a couple times. I'll tell, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Keisha's house intro, and this is a uh, uh, Keisha. This I think this is Keisha. It's a female voice talking. Boy, get your lazy ass up so you can go to the store and get some flour. And some vegetable oil so I can fry up some goddamn chicken. And don't forget the cards so I can whoop y'all ass in some spades. Tell them, girl. That's in the, this in parentheses. So that's like from the side. And then she says, and if it did, if they ain't got it at the store, get it at the 99 cent store. In. Inward there. Cause what, I'm gonna go there real quick, cause the way she says it, if I remember it right, and if they ain't got it at the store, get it at the 99 cent store, nigga. It's hilarious. Ghost paints the picture. Yo, yo, yo. We on the steps with six pack of Becks. Four Dutches, Oshkosh jumpers. Yes. 86 vials, mustard. Yes. A summer night, light drizzle type. Waiting for the mic fight to come on, son. Post a bin on. I keep running to the bathroom shitting. Where the tissue at? I'm blowing up Keisha bathroom. Everybody bitching. God damn. Ghost need his colon cleansed. (laughs) (laughs) Counting up G-Stacks. Eating canned fried chicken. Who want to play spades? Word to rap. I'm giving y'all a whipping. Guzzled a couple. Now I'm seeing double. Rubbing my girl leg. Looking at Barbara. Her sister got a nice bubble. (laughs) (laughs) I used to fuck her while she was seated by bags from Brooklyn. He drove a Jag. She cut me off when she turned Muslim. I need some pussy though. The kind that be gushy though. That warm platinum pussy with the dynamic pussy hole. I gotta fuck something. If not, I'm gonna fuck my girl. 
that's what's up. Fuck the fight, y'all. Baby, let's peel. <laughs> I definitely remember that verse. I forgot so, about that. I gotta fuck something. <laughs> so he is so is so mundane. That's what I love about Ghost. It's so mundane, but it's so true to the reality of life, right? You're over at a friend's house, you're drinking. You know, you're in a relationship, sometimes things get stale. Somebody else excites you. Girl, let's go. <laughs> now, mind you. He painted the picture, man. He painted the picture. He's, it's not, I'm the flyest dude. No. Nah. Right? Ghost need his colon cleanse. <laughs> he's, he's at somebody else's house, blowing up the bathroom, trying to figure out who he can have sex with. Basically. While eating chicken and playing cards. Yeah. This is one of those, it's one of those, is it night? One of those nights? One of those days? One of those nights at Keisha's house. Yeah. And, you know, these family gatherings, these, 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 what is these styles happening? These office parties. These moments happen. Yeah. These things go down. Ghost face. Ghost face, man. Telling you, man, I used to I used to laugh at Ghost. Ghost said in uh I probably mentioned this before on a podcast when he mentioned in uh in uh can it all can it what is it? Can it all be so simple? Thank you. My brain works. He says sunshine plays a major part in the daytime. <laughs> we laugh, like who is this clown? Eyes <laughs> were yo. yo. The face got revealed. The face got revealed. The game got real. Game got real. Man. <laughs> yeah. I actually was listening to the the infamous Killer Tape interlude on Wu Tang oh, first album. Yeah. Which I hadn't listened to in years. Oh wow. That's an interlude. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's an interlude. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah. The fact that that they put that together, I assume. It, I mean, like they put that together in the studio. That's a fucking interlude. It's an interlude. It's real. It's just a real. It's real emotional. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I just I just want to shout that interlude just because I. I had forgotten how cats took their shirt off for that interlude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, one last interlude shout out regarding Wu-Tang. And I got my first pair of Wallies. Wow. And rocking the Wallies over the break back in Philly, hanging out with the gobs. Oh, man, you know... You know, it, that that sentence was so close. It was so close to being a true Wu Tang sentence. Really? Because all you had to do was switch a letter there, switch a, a syllable letter type thing. Rocking the Wallies, back. What did you say? Back in Philly. Rocking, yep. the, rocking the Wallies. Back in Philly, hanging out 
with the right. gods. With the gobs. With the gods. Yep. Yep. Anyways, I, I had to pause there. And, no, no. It was a moment. It was a moment. And I was building on the Wallys, building on Ghosts, building on the classic purple tape interlude. Oh, yeah. And you know what Ghosts, uh, Ghosts' next album is supposed to be called? What's that? Evidently, he has two albums coming out. Uh-huh. There's one album with, what's his name, Sheik Looch. Oh, really? I can never really get into Sheik Looch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm more concerned for Ghost than I am for, for I you. mean, Look. I don't understand. I just, uh, yeah, but it's called, yeah. it's called Woo Block. Okay. Right, right. But then he has an album after that called Supreme, Supreme Clientele 2, colon, Blue and Cream. Oh. Oh. Nasty. There it is. There it is. There it is. And shout out to Phil uh, for building with me on the sciences of Wally's and how you care for your Wally's. And, and you know, he he collects Wally's. He told me about the spots in New York to cop more Wally's. So, yeah. First than your father podcast 31 got a little out of hand here at the end, but, uh, yeah, a little off the rails, but we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bring it back. You know? Yeah. We're here. We're it's here. all right. Yeah. Nobody got hurt. It's relaxed. You know, we keep it comfortable. Your hands still comfortable? Yep. Resting. Yeah. That's how the young people like it. Old ones too. That's right. Comfortable. 